everyone? Isn't it great to be able to sing together and worship all together this morning? I remember what Thanksgiving was like a year ago where we were all gathered in our homes. And how much of a blessing is it that we get to worship our God together today like this? If I haven't met you before, my name is Dan. I have the privilege of serving as one of our English ministers here. And it's just great to be able to worship our God together today. I always love this particular Sunday out of the year. I love it because I know Thanksgiving is coming. And it's de- Thanksgiving is definitely my favorite holiday out of the year. Maybe we love Thanksgiving because there's a shorter work week. We know we're going to eat good food together. And we're going to get to spend time with people that we love. And maybe we don't always do this during sermons. But just for the next couple moments, I want you to turn to the person next to you. And I want you to ask the question, what is your favorite part of Thanksgiving? All right, I'm I'm curious. I want to hear a few answers. Who had who had a good answer? Anyone? Food, of course. We're all looking forward to food. What what else? Family, that's right. It's great to see family we haven't seen in a while. Anyone else? What else do we look forward to? No school. No school. All right. We know what our youth are looking forward to. Good morning. What else? That, I, I heard it. I heard someone say Black Friday. They're too embarrassed to, to raise their hand. And so, even though there are so many things that we're looking forward to this week, I think the Bible has a lot to say to us about the importance of being thankful. And we see it in the verses we just read in Psalm 100, verses 4 and 5. I would imagine that a lot of us do take a moment over this week and we pause and we think about what do I have to be thankful for? And as I said earlier, we know this last Thanksgiving was very different for us. And this year, though we've seen the reopening of, of many things, we know we're still living in the midst of the pandemic. And 
And because of how world are different, uh, how different this world has been. There is so much wisdom we can gain, especially from the Psalms. Um, it has been said by many people that the Psalms help us understand all of the human experiences that we have. But how we as people can relate with God in the midst of everything we are going through. A, pa- a re- retired pastor that I look, look up to from New York, Pastor Tim Keller. Tim At the start of the pandemic, he shared a series of devotionals from the Psalms to encourage people. And he was doing so because he knew how uncertain our world was. And he said we need to be reading the Psalms to see how we can make sense, how, how past people have made sense of everything happening in our world. And I have found great comfort from reading the Psalms during the craziness of the last year and a half. And Psalm 100 is a great example of that. And especially this week, because it has the word Thanksgiving. And so as we think about all we're looking forward to this week, I hope that God's word can instruct us with the importance of thanksgiving. There are three things we're going to see in these two verses this morning. First, we're going to see how we are encouraged to make a choice to enter the presence of God. And secondly, we're going to see that we want to enter with thanksgiving, just as we sang this morning. And then finally, when we make this choice, and when we enter with thanksgiving, we will receive the blessing of God's truth and faithfulness. So first, what does it mean to make a choice to enter the presence of God? Psalm 100, verse 4, starts with the words, enter his gates. And in order to know what the psalmist is saying, we need to try to understand the circumstances while he was writing it. Now, commentators are not sure who wrote Psalm 100. And so we don't know the exact circumstances of why it's being written. But in order to try to understand what the psalmist is saying, we can make a few guesses. When he says enter his gates, there are really three main possibilities of what he could be saying. He could be talking about entering the tabernacle. He could be talking about entering the city of Jerusalem or entering the temple of God. And if we think about each one very simply, hopefully we can start to understand what he might mean. So 
So starting in Exodus 25, during the time of Moses, 在出埃及记二十五章啊，摩西的时代 ，we see the establishment of the tabernacle as a place to worship God. 我们看到他们建立了会幕来敬拜神 ，and God's people had been able to experience His presence and His protection. 神的百姓可以经历到他的同在与保护。But this was really the first time that there was a specific way for God's presence to be worshipped. 那这是第一次有这样一个具体的方式来敬拜神的同在。And it would happen through the high priest entering the holy of holies in the tabernacle. 那大祭司会进入会幕的至圣所。And being a representative for God's people. 来作为神百姓的代表。For the city of Jerusalem, this would speak of the time of David. 耶路撒冷的圣城是在大卫的时代。And we know that he went to great lengths to establish peace and security for God's people, making Jerusalem the capital city. 大卫竭尽全力要建立神的百姓的平安和安定，他就啊建立了耶路撒冷。And for God's people at this time, after years and years of being subject to the rule of other foreign nations, 那神的百姓多年来都受啊外族的欺欺压。Entering Jerusalem would be a big deal. 进入耶路撒冷对他们是非常有重大的意义。As they would finally have a place that they would feel safe, that was the capital city. There was some establishment or some protection. 因为耶路撒冷是他们的京城，他们进入就会觉得非常的安全，受到保护。And then finally, when Solomon builds the temple in Jerusalem. 啊，最后当所罗门在耶路撒冷建立了。Entering the courts of the temple, 进进入圣殿的院 It would be yet another reminder of how the people had a place to now worship God. 也是提醒大家，他们可以在这里来敬拜神 And without knowing which one of these entrances the psalmist is talking about, 我们不晓得这这首诗所说的门是哪一种门 You can see that in all three, there is this encouragement to be in God's presence. 但每一种可能性都是在And so, though we don't know the exact circumstances, 虽然我们不知道具体的情形是怎样 ，hopefully we can see the psalmist is saying this because it is of great importance to be in the presence of God. 但是呢，诗人告诉我们，进入神的同在是多么的重要。So what does that mean for us today? 那对我们今天有什么意义呢 ？How do we relate to this、uh, Old Testament encouragement of entering His gates? 我们怎么样能够把这个旧约里面的进入他的门与我们今天连接在一起呢 ？We know that the gospel message, the very core of our faith, means that God loved us and sent His Son to die for us. 我们信仰的核心，也就是福音说神啊差派他的儿子为我们而死。And when Jesus died on the cross, the Bible tells us that the veil in the temple at that time was torn. 圣经告诉我们，当耶稣死的时候，圣殿的幔子裂开了。And it was so that we could experience the presence of God in a new way. We can use a new way to experience God's presence. And unlike in the Old Testament times, when people had to have a, the priest or the format of worship to experience God's presence, and not like in the Old Testament times, when people had to have the priest or the format of worship to experience God's presence, moment by moment. And the blessing that we have is that God has not withheld this from us. Because our blessing is that God has not withheld this from us. We can experience His presence with us. We can experience His presence with us. And so the key word here is the word enter. So here, the 
关键词是进入。In order for people to be reminded or to experience of the presence of God, they would have to enter into the tabernacle or the city or the or the temple. 当人要经历神的同在的时候，他必须要进入会幕，或者进入圣城，或者进入圣殿。And so the same is true for us today that we have to make a choice to enter into His gates. 同样，在今天，我们也需要做一个选择来进入他的门。And while it looks a little different for us than it did during the Old Testament， 当然是和旧约圣经是不太一样的。I believe the psalmist is trying to encourage us to experience God's presence here today。所以诗人就在这里来鼓励我们进入神的同在。I mean, we know the word "enter" is a verb, right? We know that enter is a verb. That means it takes effort. We have to do something. That means it takes effort. We have to do something. That means it takes effort. We have to do something. That means it takes effort. We have to do something. That means it takes effort. We have to do something. That means it takes effort. We have to do something. That means it takes effort. 但是在疫情当中要进入一个地方就变得越来越奇怪了。We might ask ourselves, is it safe? 我们会问是不是安全呢 ？What safety precautions are taking place? 我们要采取什么呃措施来保护自己呢 ？But when it comes to experiencing the presence of God， 但是说到经历神的同在 ，we have to make that choice to enter as well。我们也需要做一个进入的选择。And remember that He's made it possible for us to experience His presence。因为他把这个成为可能，但是我们还是要做一个选择。We know that our salvation is not by anything that we've done。We know it's the free gift of God. Because this is completely God's grace. But our actions have to matter as well. But our actions have to matter as well. And I believe the psalmist is asking us to consider: Do we acknowledge His presence? The psalmist is here asking us: Do we acknowledge His presence? God is always there, wanting to be with us. Because God is always there, wanting to be with us. Because God is always there. But if we are so busy focused on other things, 但是如果我们忙于其他的事物 ，we might miss out on His presence that's there. 我们可能错过了与他的的同在。I have noticed for myself during the pandemic. 我注意到，在对我自己来说，在疫情中 ，that taking action or entering somewhere that's not the comfort of my own home, it's gotten harder. 如果离开家要进入到一个别的地方，对我来说是变得很困难。Now I don't believe that's a hundred percent my fault. Like much of our society, I've gotten used to staying home and sheltering in place. We, the society, actually, now is used to staying at home and sheltering in place. We, the society, How do I be on time for something in church when all we've had to do is click the Zoom link to go and gather together? Because I'm used to being on Zoom. Now, having to gather physically, I'm just lost. It takes so much longer and It takes so much longer and so much more effort to get dressed, to drive to church, and to be here. You have to dress well, and then you have to prepare well to come to church. But this has helped me notice my willingness to take initiative for other things has suffered as well. 但是呢，我知道我采取主动的这个能力已经受到了影响。A couple weeks ago, I had a bit of a scare when I was in a CPR class for sports coaches. 两三个礼拜前，我虚惊了一场，因为我参加了一个心肺复苏的训练。And on the second night, we found out that someone in the class had tested positive for COVID. 
。第二天我们发现啊，参加训练中的一位已经这个测试出啊病毒阳性。And, and so we were sent home and told to get tested to make sure we were okay. 我们被要求去回家隔离，然后呢做测试。But the funny thing was, even after I had gotten my negative test result, 啊，我的测试结果是阴性的。It took me probably half a day to realize, wait, I can actually leave the house again. 然后呢，过了半天我才啊意识到啊，我我现在可以离开家了。I have gotten used to sitting in front of my computer during the pandemic. 因为我已经在习惯于坐在我的电脑前面。And I'm sure many of us can relate to that. 我想每个人可能都会有这样的经历。And so today, with all the different safety things we have to keep in mind. 现在有这样各种各样的安全措施。It may take us more effort. 我们需要更多的努力。Or more energy to do things like we did before. 要更多的能量来去做以前我们通常做的事情。But we need to ask ourselves this morning. 但今天我们要问自己 ：Is it possible that this has affected our relationship with God as well? 这有没有影响我们与神的关系呢 ？Are we just in a wait and see mode because of how unstable our world feels? 我们是不是只是采用一种啊等待观望的态度呢 ？Or can we heed the wisdom of the psalmist where he encourages the people to enter his gates? 我们是不是可以注意到诗篇的作者给我们的智慧，让我们进入神的同在呢 ？And if God has made His presence available to us, 因为神还愿意与我们同在。Then I believe we're meant to ask the question. 那么我们要问这样的问题。How can I be in God's presence? 那我怎么样才能够啊进入神的同在呢 ？And I believe I am still rebuilding the muscle memory to leave the house like I did before. 我相信我还是在锻炼自己能够离开我的家。Now I want to be careful when I say this. 啊，我在讲这个时候呢，要小心一点。I know that there are many of us who have unique concerns about the pandemic. And so when we say we want to make the choice to enter the presence of God, 当我们说我们要选择进入神的同在的时候 ，I realize that could be interpreted as saying we all need to come back to church in person. 那么可能有人理解说，那我们必须每个人都来教会参加实体的聚会。And I believe there are many ways that that's true. 从很多方面来讲，这这是的确是这样。But there are also many of us who live with people with unique health concerns. That's why the pandemic has been so weird and challenging for us. 这就是为什么这个疫情是这样的具有挑战性。But I believe the point of the psalmist is not to say you have to go to a a physical place. 但诗篇在这里并不是讲一定要去一个实际的地方。We know that in the Old Testament, people had to go to the priest. 我们知道在旧约的时候，人们要来到祭司这里 ，or to Jerusalem， 或或者进入圣城 ，or to the temple。或者进入圣殿。But when we say we want to enter His gates, 当我们说要进入他的门的时候 ，I think first and foremost it's really our mindset. 那实际上是讲到我们的一种心态。I have a friend that I used to go to church with when I was in seminary. 我有一个一起去教会的朋友。And at the start of the pandemic, she posted a picture of her parents watching their YouTube service. 我我他就是在这个社交网页上发了一张照片，就是他的父母亲在这个参加这个网上的敬拜。And they were standing in front of their couch. 他们就站在沙发前面。And her dad had never gone to church for many years without wearing a full suit and tie. 因为他的父亲去教会，他都都会穿那个正装。And they were used to going to a very formal type of worship service. 他们的敬拜是非常正式的。And they were not sitting on their couch. 
But they were dressed up just as they were every Sunday before the pandemic had started. They were dressed up just as they were every Sunday before the pandemic had started. And even though they had some of their own unique health concerns, and didn't want to leave the house for safety. What a wonderful picture of coming before the Lord in His presence. But so as I have realized the ways that the pandemic has made it harder to get up and to actively be places I should be or want to be, I want to ask you to join me this morning. In asking the question, are there ways where I am choosing to ignore the blessing of entering into God's presence? And while I've seen how the pandemic has taught me to burrow into a hole of comfort, can we see how God's word is encouraging us to enter His presence? The second thing we see in this passage is that we are to enter the presence of God with thanksgiving. And so the psalmist doesn't just say enter His gates, but He tells us how to do it. And he says to enter with thanksgiving. And if we are remembering Thanksgiving here this week, here in November, what a blessing for us to see how God's word encourages us to see the power of being thankful. As I said before, maybe I, I would imagine many of us do spend a moment during this week pausing and remembering to be thankful. And I think it's a really that's a really good exercise for us to do. It helps keep our lives in perspective. Especially when life can be hard for us at times. But I love that God's word helps us see why being thankful helps us draw closer to the presence of God. And so here in verse 4, the psalmist is trying to share the importance of being thankful. And after he says, enter his gates with thanksgiving, he also says, enter his courts with praise. And then the verse finishes by saying, Give thanks to him, bless his name. And so the word thankful or thanksgiving appears on both sides of the middle where it says, enter his courts with praise. And this shows us, it takes it a step further than just being thankful. But hopefully we can see how our thankfulness mixes with the praise of God. And so if we've said we want to make the choice to enter the presence of God, 
The psalmist is trying to help us to see how it fixes our minds and our hearts upon God. And I know for myself that has not been the easiest thing to do during the pandemic. It is much easier for us to worry about the future. Or if you're like me, to complain about how things are hard. And yet, the psalmist is encouraging us to give thanks to God. And this had certainly been a part of Israel's history up to this time. One particular example, one of many, comes from the book of Leviticus in chapter 7. 那么其中一个就是在这个记载在利未记的第七章, and we know there are many different offerings that are described in the book of Leviticus. There's the burnt offering, 繁祭, the grain offering, 素祭, the sin offering, 赎罪祭, the guilt offering. 赎千祭, in chapter 7, there's also something called the fellowship offering. And part of the fellowship offering also has this term, the thanksgiving offering. And I didn't know this before this week, but it's very interesting how the thanksgiving offering works. If, if the offering was meant to be about being thankful, someone would bring a whole bunch of food before the priest. And all the food had to be finished that day as part of the offering. How many of us could actually finish all the food we're going to make this week? We know leftovers are a big part of this week. But the point of this is to show that how food was a reminder of how to express Israel's thanksgiving to God. It was just one of many ways where Israel tried to remember how to be thankful for what God had done. And many times in Israel's history, they would create some kind of altar or memorial to remember what God had done. One great example is when God led his people out of slavery in Egypt. Moses and Miriam immediately break into a psalm, a, a song of praise. And something I've been really thankful to learn during this weird season of our lives. When I am not struggling to get out of my desk chair and pull myself away from watching something on YouTube, or, com or complaining about how different life is, I've been glad to learn there is so much power in being thankful to God. If you know me well, you know I haven't had an easy time staying home, even though I've gotten used to it. I like to be busy, I like to be out of the house. I miss meeting in person for Friday night youth group. 
我非常想念我们礼拜五晚上的这个实体的聚会。I miss the church retreats we have or the Mexico mission trip. 我也非常想念过去的退休会以及墨西哥的短宣。And as a giant extrovert, I live for those big gatherings that we have. 其实我是非常外向的，天生就喜欢热闹。But when I start to remember the relationships I've been able to form with people during this time. 但是呢，在疫情当中呢，我和很多人建立了关系。Though we've had to try harder to make it work, I can't help but be thankful to God. A huge challenge during the pandemic, um, in addition to the devastating uh, hospita- hospitalizations and the death count, a big challenge we have all struggled with is being in isolation as we were not meant to be. But when I think about the ways I've still been able to get to know people in the body of Christ, it helps me remember I am not alone. I haven't been isolated. And it reminds me that God hasn't left us. That his presence is with us. And yes, while our times are strange, God has not stopped giving us his blessings or showing us his his faithfulness. It might look different than how we used to envision it before the pandemic. But in the moments where I'm tempted to complain about what we've lost during this time, I know that I still have so much to be thankful for. And I think that's why the psalmist gives us this truth. A few weeks ago in our prayer meeting before our worship service on the English side, that morning, we focused on sharing ways that God had answered our prayers. And the idea was to share God answering our prayers so we could see that He really does listen, that He really is there. And I thought maybe we would get to share answers to prayer for maybe like 10 or 15 minutes. But once we started sharing the ways that God had been answering our prayers, we just kept on going and going. And we kept on going so long, we didn't actually have time to pray during our prayer meeting. But I know we were tremendously blessed from hearing the ways that God had answered our prayers. I could see how thankful we were as a group. It was one of the most powerful things I've experienced in the recent past. And it reminds me we have so much to still be thankful for. Of course, the biggest thing is the love of God and the way He gave us His Son so that we could know Him. But we also get to see the ways that he has not stopped blessing us in many ways. And 
And so if we can follow the encouragement to enter his gates with thanksgiving, it helps us this helps us experience our final point for this morning. And that is that when we enter with thanksgiving, we get to receive the blessing of God's truth and faithfulness. And we see this in verse 5. And it says, For the Lord is good, his steadfast love endures forever, and his faithfulness to all generations. And I think what the psalmist is saying here, he's saying when you enter with thanksgiving, you don't leave empty-handed. But you realize that you get to learn and realize um, that God has so much power in store for us. And in this season that has been really difficult for us and very different, I've said that it's easy for us to focus on the worries of the future. Or the uncertainty that we face in our lives. But when we can take a step back and look at the big picture, and remember what God has done in our lives, I think the truth of verse 5 becomes real to us. We see that God is good. We see that His love is steadfast. That he's been faithful to us long before the presence of the pandemic was here. Last Thanksgiving, I remember watching our service on YouTube from my parents' house in Santa Barbara. It was the first sermon that our elder Ken Lee had preached for us. And it was an incredible blessing. But believe me, Ken, I say this in the best possible way. It's so much better that we're gathered here together in person. And one year later, though we still face so many challenges in our world, we're sitting here in the sanctuary in a way where we were not able to last year. And when I could hear our voices lifting praises to God just as we were singing this morning, verse 5 becomes true for us. We realize that the Lord is good. And as we sang, I love this, the words of the song that we sang. Let the weak say that I am strong. There may be many ways that we are aware of our weakness. Or as the song says, let the poor say I am rich. That we realize the ways our lives can be lacking. But I believe when we enter with thanksgiving, that's when it flips from being poor to being rich or being weak to being strong. 
Because we have something so precious to us when we realize how good God is, how faithful. Today we have even more reason to be thankful. Elder Rupert's going to say more about it in just a moment. But we're so blessed to get to install two new elders today for our church. And if the mission of our church is to make disciples who have had their lives changed by God, so that disciples can continue to be made and sent out. What a blessing that God has provided us with two new elders who can help serve the needs of our church. And when I think about the ways I've been able to get to know both Peter and Ray over the years, what a blessing to see how God has been growing both of them and bringing to this place where they want to accept God's call. It reminds us that God is still working. That He's still faithful. That He hasn't left us. And that it's so good for us to live our lives in His presence. And with thanksgiving in our hearts. We have so much to be thankful for. We really do. Yes, the future is uncertain. Yes, there are many problems that we face in our lives and in this world. But what a wonderful and timely reminder that Psalm 100 has for us this morning. So as we celebrate Thanksgiving this week, can we ask ourselves the question, how am I entering into his gates? How am I being thankful for what he has done? And I believe that when we do, we will see that the Lord is good. His, his steadfast love endures forever. And his faithfulness is to all generations. Let's pray together this morning. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for your goodness. Lord, we know there is so much uncertainty in our world. But God, may we also remember that you are faithful. That you have been faithful. And I pray, God, that we would be encouraged by your word to enter into your presence. Even though there are many things that we have to be patient with in our world today. Lord, can we remember the blessing that you are with us and that you have not forgotten us? God, help us to make the choice to enter your presence. And to count our blessings and to be thankful. 
And Lord, I pray that as we do, we would know your heart. We would grow in our relationship with you. And that we would be aware of how your goodness and faithfulness follows us throughout our lives. And we pray this all in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.